Hello, and welcome to Reality Blows. I'm your host, <laughs> Nick Maritato. This is the podcast in which we talk all about TV of reality. <laughs> my guest today is Ashley Brooke Roberts. Ashley, thank you for being on the show. Oh, my God. Longtime listener, first time guest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm happy to be here. Okay. So do you want to uh, do you want to do the introduction to this Are show? Are we we're starting again? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast about reality television. That it is. We are a couple. We watch TV <laughs> and it's mostly reality based. That's true. Last night um, we stayed home. We had a little bit of a date night and we did something unprecedented. We watched a friggin movie. We couldn't believe it. Yeah, and I know. It was one of those things. I had a wild hair up my butt. And I was like, you know what? Let's fucking flip things on their head right now. Let's not cop out and watch nine hours of Fixer Upper. Let's just instead watch a movie. And, and you kept saying yeah. like you were like, I ruined this relationship entertainment wise. What yeah. did you mean by that? I feel like my habits uh, have become our habits. Mm. Um and based on my how emotional I get when it comes to picking what I want to do for that evening. So if, you know, it, it becomes a situation in which, hey, we're going to watch something, I tend to drag my feet when it's like a long form thing mm -hmm. or something that really, really uh, I owe attention to. Yeah. Or calls for my attention like a movie. Yeah, you know it's an I mean? investment. It's an investment, and uh, I can't go to the movie theater because of it anymore. We mm -hmm. have Movie Pass. I you bought me graciously, so nicely, you gifted me Movie Pass. That's back when I had a job, baby. Must have been what ten months ago or yeah, something like that. that. Was long. You um, haven't gone year, once. I haven't gone once. I've been to the I movies, actually, but it didn't spoiler work. Spoiler alert! I canceled your Movie Pass like six months ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, you didn't know that. Remember when you were getting the notifications? Yeah. Yeah, I was getting those notifications too. So I went to reactivate mine and I was like, I reactivated mine, but you have to reactivate yours. You never reactivated it from your phone. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll cancel it. So I'm not getting movie pass. Just no. when I started watching a movie. Yeah, now the first I, time you watched a movie. now I can't. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Well, there you go. Breaking news, podcast listeners. Ashley doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> well, don't be silly. Well, what? I'm, you know what? The rest of this podcast, I'm going to be thinking about something I can cancel that I got of yours, <laughs> huh? I'm going to cancel something that I bought. I want to start over no, again now. We're not hey, starting you over. You know what? I was listening to this podcast where they... Um, in the beginning of the podcast, they said everything they were going to talk about. Yeah. Like they were like, today we're talking about X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh, that's smart because that way you can just tell people ahead of time. So if it gets like meandery at some point, they're like, ah, I'm strapping in for the part at the end. Here's the thing. Those people probably do that where afterwards where they're like today in the podcast. Yeah. We talked about eating shit. And then later <laughs> we talked about drinking piss. But first... We're going to tell about how Ashley Brooke Roberts has fallen out of love with Nicholas Maritato. You're being way dramatic. Okay. First <laughs> you off, canceled my movie pass. First off, I bought you the movie pass. You never used it. And then when... That, the, that had nothing to do with it. Then when it malfunctioned and they 
were sending you emails to go in there and re um, re put your information. They were like hacking in the mainframe. You never did it, and no, so when you did never it. did it, I was just like, well, I'm gonna cancel it. Why do I keep spending Here's ten dollars a month? You never told me you canceled it till we were live on the pod. I really feel like I told you like three months. No, ago. you didn't, because I was like, hey, did you ever fix your movie pass? This was like a week ago on the streets of New York City, and you were like. Yeah, I did. Why? And I was like, oh, because they were giving us like emails and stuff. And you were like, hmm, that's strange. I never got an email. That is not Anyway, true. look at that doggy. And then we went and fucking looked at a doggy. Nick, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> I'm being ridiculous. Hey, you guys should know Nick hasn't eaten today, and so he's on edge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could be true, but I am sipping some tea. Right before we started, I stood in the podcast room and demanded that he eat some walnuts because yeah. <laughs> I felt like he was he was being a little pissy. Um, yeah, I was being a little pissy and maybe it has something to do with my blood sugar being low because I have not eaten anything. I've had two shots of espresso today and I'm sipping on some tea. You know how the human body works, right? It needs food as fuel and you're going to be grumpy if you don't get it. Well, all right. I know that for a fact, but I mean, to let these listeners in on our lives a little bit. And yes, this is kind of like our reality television show. So it kind of fits under the umbrella. Uh, Ashley and I have become fat and out of shape. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And what? Speak for yourself. I mean, I'm a little chubby. Um, No, Ashley's got a little chubby and out of shape and I've become fat and out of shape. Now, uh, why is that significant for me? Last year, 2017, if you're listening to this, not in the year 2018, my last year right now in this world uh, was 2017. And um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before, but I went through quite a transition, uh, and I lost about 100 pounds. I was about 300 pounds. I got down to about 200 pounds, and uh, that was all due to diet and then exercise. Uh, What diet? uh, Everybody wants to know. I did the ketogenic diet, which is basically zero carbs, zero sugars, uh, high good fats and fiber. And, and lots of veggies. Lots of veggies, which is kind of the fiber part of it. Um, so uh, is it the most healthy of diets? I don't know if you're looking for it as far as health goes, but if you're talking about cutting fat, it puts your body into something called ketosis where your body is looking for its energy. It's looking for it from carbs and sugar. It doesn't get those, so then it looks to the next source, and that is your fat. So it kind of uses your own stored fat for energy, which is great because that means it's also burning fat while you're living your life. And it really does work for, I, I assume, not all bodies, but my body, it really worked. You guys, it was pretty amazing. Nick dropped 100 pounds, bought multiple wardrobes of clothes during that <laughs> year, and um, it was really awesome to witness. And he has not gotten fat. I think you've just put on like 10 pounds. I've put like 10 pounds back. Like I'm around, I'm, pr- I'm probably around a little over 205 at this point, because like when I was monitoring it uh, last week and it was around 205 and I have not been back really on a diet basically what happened was i got myself a a nice little writing job and for those of you who um, are in the arts and know what it is to be a writer in one of the big in the big city uh, for for television television. it's a lot of sitting around an office and it's a lot of people being like want to do thai yeah lots Uh, of snacks should we order from of fuckheads deli where we get all those big fuckhead sandwiches and and then somebody comes in with a bag of fuckheads yeah and you're just like i'll eat all those chocolate fuckheads yeah um i'm trying we're trying to break the f F (laughs) thing today but yeah sorry nick's grandma so what eventually happened was i was very strong for about the first month 
of my, and this is, I, I basically started this position at 100 pounds down. So then I, I kind of uh, pushed away everybody trying to give me the snacks, the creative fuel of mm-hmm. sugar, uh, for about a month, a month and a half. And then I kind of broke a little bit. And then it was kind of like, well, I'm not really going to eat sugar at work. But like if everybody's getting Thai food and it's being paid for by somebody else, I'm going to get some Thai food. You got to get Thai food. And that's not necessarily, I mean, there's a lot of carbs in Thai for, for the most part. Anyway, it's not all about Thai food. But basically, Nick and I need to lose weight. And- I, yeah, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley, because she lives my lifestyle, I'm in, as we were saying about our watching habits, I think since us living together, my eating habits have sort of uh, glommed onto Ashley. When I met Ashley, she was eating like really like high fibery like bowls of what I would imagine was porridge. I don't know what you were <laughs> eating. There'd be like a couple of grains of wheat in there, a bunch of beans and lentils, and then like you'd have like, oh, but do you want the sausage? There'd be like one quarter of a quarter of a sausage like in the middle for flavor Mm. and then that would be like what you were and you were making it all at home yeah before we lived together yeah and then i would be like oh yeah i'm like big and fat but i eat this shit too (laughs) like i'd pretend and then like i'd sit down and try to eat it and then i'd eat some of it and i'd be like that was really good because like i'm still trying to impress you and you're like oh this guy's not so bad Mm -hmm. and then i'd leave and like literally eat mcdonald's or something like wow so i and then once like ashley moved in with me it became I, it became tough to sort of hide the McDonald's yeah. trips, and then I realized that you know what, Ashley, even though she's pretty fit, she likes to bike, she likes to run, she likes to you know um, uh, be healthy and eat well. Maybe that's not so natural to her growing up, and I think I tapped into like her being a kid and eating shitty food, and so she eventually through through osmosis and through like me. Gain 20 pounds. Uh, uh, well, I mean, and that's 20 pounds over five years. Like, it's not bad, but, like, we look at each other now, and I clearly have, have poisoned this family. No. Yes, because, like, when I met Nick. you, you were not like this. I mean, well, correct me if I'm wrong. We I haven't just... gotten into this so much, but, like, tell me now. Like, what, when we first started, like, courting one another, and we yes. lived at separate places, like, yes. what was your diet like? It was dramatically different. You're right. It was all meals at home. I never did seamless. I never ate out. I never would get something at the deli. It was lots of breakfast um, that were like, you know, big and hearty. Lots of steel cut oats. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Steel (laughs) cut oats. Um, And then, you know, dinners were lots of beans and veggies and rice. And I was working at the farmer's market. And I I was just sort of eating the way... That was the cheapest and that made me feel the best. And I right. was I was exercising a lot. And, um, you know, I don't I, I we live a way now where we are very comfortable because we have each other. We love each other. And yeah. so that comfort, you know, that can result in staying in and ordering food. Ashley's um, se- uh Basically putting a little tinsel on a what a codependent relationship th- is. I don't like, want you to think you poisoned it because I don't think that's the I case. I influenced it, but I influenced it with poison. <laughs> I mean, no, because what I've learned in my year of uh, eating well um, is that carbs and sugar are poison for your body. It only adds to the only thing. Not is all it, carbs. Your body needs carbs. Right, some car. I mean, we argue about this, but like, cause it, you know, you know, cut to now, guys. Flip side, like Ashley's like, no, some carbs are okay, and I'm like, get that fucking bread out of my house. Like, yeah, but you should be able I, to have an apple. I get so right I, I, on keto. You don't need fruit. Like that was a big point of contention between me and Ashley. 
Bottom line is, I feel like I did this to us, and so now I'm desperately trying to get us back. Oh, babe, I had no track. idea. I do. I really know. I know I did, babe. I mean, all I know is like we've been living together for what four years? Five. Five years. Yeah. I mean, we've been dating each other for I guess like six or seven, seven. almost. So like, we should be married, six and right? A half. Shouldn't we be married? People? We've been dating six now. We've been na- dating too long. Is that too long? Five. People who are listening to this, you know, write us. Who in, cares tell us. what they think? I, Why are my you family asking now? them? I need to know. No, our relationship is between us, and it's very good. Uh, listen, uh, <laughs> I will marry Ashley depending on how many emails we get based on this. So it's up to you guys. And mom and uh, my mom and my grandma, I, I know you guys are going to start sending me emails under the guise of, uh, you know, uh, uh, not Nick's mom at gmail.com. <laughs> you know, guys, I, I know all the tricks. But Do you think we're codependent? You just said we were codependent. Oh, I think we have definitely have codependent tendencies. Really? Yeah, of course. Why? What do you think? Well, remember today when you left to go get the mail and i called you and i was crying because you weren't here oh well, yeah <laughs> i think that's codependent wait that didn't happen no it didn't happen i was making a joke but yeah. you really thought that happened for a second i did think it happened because I, I i called you when i left and you were asleep and i knew you were asleep and i called you and woke you up just because i wanted to talk to you and you were like i was just dreaming about you and then i was oh, like don't tell oh the people that. i that's... was like go back to sleep <laughs> so maybe that's codependent no um i just think that like we're pretty fine with like just being together most of our lives yeah we love each other yeah but like isn't aren't like normal relationships aren't somebody like oh yeah we have like date nights on tuesday like wednesday like we're with our friends thursday it's like a work thing friday is like another day who night. do like, you know that's like that i nobody. feel like you're comparing yourself to some made-up person i don't have friends who are happy so like i don't know if I, i'm basing everything off of one episode of like step by step i saw yeah you've created you've created an impossible sort of goal yeah or like just something that's not real i mean we have our relationship is like our lives it's in flux mm. so like we sometimes we hang out like three nights in a row sometimes i don't see you for a week sometimes i have like five nights of shows and i just come in i see you at like midnight right before i go to bed so i think we're i I reject the idea we're codependent. Okay, that's fine. I'm into that. Okay, good. Um, well, not to lose the thread here. The reason we started talking about oh my this, God. we got into codependent <laughs> relationships pretty quickly. But um, tonight, Ashley, I I didn't eat today. That was what it was. Yeah. So the reason I didn't eat today is because like this is my last day of eating shitty. And I'm so OCD, anxiety-ridden, and neurotic that like I'm like okay well like I get my last day of eating things but like I want to make sure it's the right stuff and then so like what I like to do is like you know we live in wonderful Bushwick Brooklyn um, Bushwick you throw a stone you hit three coffee places because everybody is a freelancer around here mm-hmm. and so I had some projects I am working on right now and me and Ashley like to hit these places these coffee places take our, our laptops do a little work get to work some of these places have food that I like. Some of these places Patanga, don't. Shout out shout to out Patanga. Shout out to We love Patanga. If you don't get to Patanga on Troutman, is it Star. Troutman's on Star Street? Yep, Star and um, Irving. In, in Brooklyn. If you don't get there uh, early enough, uh, people get there, they camp. If you get if you don't get there early enough, your day's over. It's, oh, yeah, <laughs> because it's like, oh shit, how am I going to get my arugula yeah. salad and poached eggs bref- breakfast? Now you're just walking around with a heavy-ass laptop yeah. on your back. And then like, I call Ashley and I'm like, fucking Patanga's Nick packed. has a breakdown. I'm like, what am I going to I tell him to eat walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I went to this other spot, which I will... Will remain nameless. Even though I like working there, I don't like their food as much. Right. So, and then, so I went there and then I spent most of the day there. And then I was thinking like, oh, well, then I'll eat this and I'll eat that. But I'm like, 
wait, Ashley and I have our podcast. Like, I want to schedule that a little earlier. It ended up just not working in my favor. And because of the lifestyle I live, I can't just come home and cook food. I don't have any food to cook. So tonight, Ashley and I will be going to Fairway. We can't wait. And tomorrow... Uh, we are both going to start our healthy um, diets. That's true. And you know what I did this week? What? I joined a gym. Ashley joined a gym. On Thursday. Uh, I'm part- I haven't been back since. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm part of that gym. I'm going to start going to this gym uh, this week. I have to really plot it out and force myself to do it. Because as I was saying last year, I eventually got myself to go into the gym quite regularly. And it was nice. Going and to I really the gym is it. just so hard. It's once hard. you're there, it's easy. It's super easy. Once, once you're there, there, you're like, oh, I'll just do that for 30 minutes. Right, it's no right, big right. deal. Big I'll do deal. some stretches. But like getting the actual getting there, it's yeah. like insurmountable mentally. I am. I also like to create myself like a little project at the gym because it's like a big like all you can do is really listen you could also sometimes watch things but for me it's not as fun to watch things unless i'm like pushing it yeah if i'm pushing it i do need to watch something yeah. to pretend to like focus in on focus in on it so i can pretend like i'm not gonna like push it like cardio wise but if i'm doing a basic cardio thing uh, i like to give myself a little project and that's what's gonna get me to go to the gym this time so i'm gonna like I'll be I like to listen to a lot of music so I'm going to be like listening to one full musical project at the gym and then I will be thinking about it and you know I don't know what I'll do with it afterwards just store it in my brain but like those are the things that are going to get me to go this week babe I hate to completely derail this but we haven't talked about reality tv once so we should really get into it because okay. we have so much reality tv to you know discuss. what that's fine that's fine this was don't, a really big week okay don't don't set us up for something that we can't deliver on did uh, we listen did we, we have watch a, a lot? really big okay, week okay, first okay. off we watched t- uh, I'm just going to list everything off and then we We'll get into them oh, one by really one. You really are pushing this thing. Yeah, I want well, people to all, know. Twenty minutes in, they've well, we're turned gonna, it off at this we're point. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do it in the beginning too. I want to record one for up top. Okay. Um, but for this is the middle. We're not going to be doing it. I will not be I doing will, any I additional insist, editing on this I podcast. insist that you add an up top part. Um, so we're going to be talking Terrace House, which is a Japanese reality show on Netflix. We are going to be talking about Nailed It, which is a um, cooking show on Netflix. On Netflix. Or, uh, with Nicole Byer as the host. Yeah, and it was actually recommended to us by our guest from last week's episode, Allison Leiby. Check mm-hmm. that one out if you haven't listened to it yet. It's really good. And then we are going to be talking about how Jonathan Van Ness, the grooming king of Queer Eye, did my show on Thursday, um, my stand-up show in the in the East Village called Fresh Out, which is at the UCB Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. He was East, UCB East, UCB East East Village Theater. He was a um, performer on my show on Thursday at 9 p.m. and it was awesome so let's get right into that i mean we talked a little bit about it when it happened but tell me the experience of meeting this man and what the performance was like about what he was like yeah well first off my uh, manager told me like a week ago that he was going to be on and i was like oh my god are you serious Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> your 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 manager at Dwayne Reed. My manager. I'm a comedian, and I have a manager uh-huh. Uh-huh. who manages my career. Oh, okay. And so she told me he was going to be on the show, and I was like super excited. Um, and you know, then 
then no one like talked about it. No one like it didn't seem to get promoted or life just kept going, I guess is what I should say. As it does. As it does. And then that morning, Thursday morning, I was like, oh, shit, Jonathan's going to be on the show. And I had asked her if maybe we could do an interview with him in the green room during the show. And she was like, let's play it by ear and see what it's like. So the day of I was like, definitely going to play it by ear. Let me tweet about it. You know, I started tweeting about it. Other comics started tweeting about it. And then it was sold out in like an hour. Boom. That's the power of Jonathan Van Ness, ladies and gentlemen. It's can sell true. out the building in an hour just by the drop of his name. It was crazy. Because usually, I mean, we have like a pretty good audience, but we we don't sell out that often. So usually we're like, you know, three-fourths of the way full. Sometimes we sell out if we have a big name on. But this was people standing against the wall, all wrapped around the theater, every seat filled, people in the hall, um, just so excited to see him. And I will say an incredibly good looking audience. <laughs> Incredible. All better young. looking than normally on Thursdays. Better at, at, looking uh, than normally. 30? What time's the show? It starts at nine. Nine. Very well dressed, very savvy, good looking, mostly female audience there to see Jonathan Van Ness. Can I say this right now? I don't think you did enough for this. If you're listening to this show and you live in uh anywhere near New York City, or if you're just visiting New York City and you have to be there on a Thursday night, nothing to do. Go watch this show, Fresh Out, at the UCB East, 9 p.m. every Thursday. The show is $5. Ashley Brooke Roberts hosts it, and you have nationally touring headliners performing each and every week, and sometimes you get to, get to see them working on new stuff. Sometimes you get a special guest like the goddamn grooming guy. <laughs> yeah, we've had a really great, fun people so on. Please, Jim Gaffigan, John Mulaney. You should go see it. It's one of the best New York comedy shows of all time. Oh! Oh, babe, thank you. And I'm only saying that because I'm codependent. <laughs> well, it is it is a pleasure to host. Um, I do co-host it with comedian Jim Twos. We have a great time. And this Jim Twos, future guest. Future guest. We don't know that for a fact, but I guarantee we will have we'll him. We'll definitely in here. have Jim on. Um, I'm gonna force him to watch some reality <laughs> yeah. television show to talk about it. So Jonathan Van Ness, so he is he's doing the show. Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm thinking about like what should I talk about to him? Should I talk about how I started using a green stick after the pilot? Yeah. You know, should I ask him how much he charges for haircuts? Because I want a haircut. Uh, my mind is buzzing with um, all sorts of questions. I get to the theater, like I said, audience so good looking. A line down the block for standby for people who are hoping to get in. Um, all the comedians who are on the show are just like super psyched. Like everybody's really pumped. Some people don't like, I think one guy didn't know who he was, but like was just excited because we were excited. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love there's one guy being like, what is exactly happening here? <laughs> yeah. I'm not caught up on the old queer eye yet. Right. I and I think that there was something about like, you know, Jonathan is not a stand-up comedian in the classic sense, you know? And so, right, but he does um, do comedy stuff. I mean, we were in preparation for you meeting this man. I mean, we watched a couple episodes of his uh, Gay of Thrones. On Funny or Die. Which are like little hilarious recaps of Game of Thrones episodes. And um, it's, So good. It's. I mean, you have to watch it. Even if you don't... I don't watch... I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I watched like three episodes of this thing. Yeah. This dude is so funny just in this where he's cutting somebody's hair and basically basically talking shit about last night's episode. It's amazing. So funny. Um, and uh, immediately I started to realize like, oh, this guy is like the hired gun for the Queer Eye show. Yeah, he's got chops. And then you had him on the show, on your show, and we're going to talk about what his performance was like. But that day I started thinking like, is he a stand-up? But then I was like, and like, 
is he just doing this? And like I, I watched that Game of Thrones earlier, and then I saw immediately a promo on a bus, and it was the the new Queer Eye cast, and Jonathan was like sprawled out center stage on this thing, mm. and the other dudes were like behind him, still still in the shot, and right. it was their show, but like he was like supremely like devoing out oh. like it was like clearly this is this he's gonna be the show. star of the series and and you know what we'll, we'll be i'll be 100 percent honest we've only watched that one episode of queer eye we'll go back yeah we just got a lot of stuff going on we right have now. so we'll many shows we're watching so many shows but um so yeah you know i would say he's not like a stand-up in the traditional sense but he is 100 percent a comedian and i actually saw a couple of the promo shots from the show he was sitting down he was sitting down he sat on a stool bold move Mm. i loved it though so he so okay so everybody's like buzzing and he ended up like when before the show happens our producer sends out an email to everybody that tells them what time they're going to get there like what time they're going to go up on stage so if it's a 9 p.m. show you'll get an email saying like you have a 9:40 slot which means you're going to be up on stage by 9:40 be at the theater by 9:40 so his was at 9:50 and he didn't show up for the beginning and we were like oh he must just be coming for his spot right like right at that time but then like um or, like a good 30 minutes into the show he came in and he was like distressed because he had gone to the wrong place and he was just like oh, no, there was no, like no. a there was a, a very fun disheveled excitement about him because you could tell that he did want to get to the show you know at at the specific time and he ended up staying for the whole show um which was very cool but he was just he was just very like he got there and he was he's gorgeous he's like incredibly good looking and he had um a friend with him who was just also incredibly good looking a, a, a younger female who had maybe one of the coolest fanny packs i've ever seen wait 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 yeah Hold that's on. right you did not tell me about this before she had a gucci fanny pack she had the gucci fanny she pack. had the gucci fanny pack. you know i don't know if mouse jones listens to this podcast but my friend and and uh former co-worker mouse jones i mentioned that i'm really into fanny packs he said he had a gucci fanny pack that he would just give me because he didn't want it anymore what mouse i'll never ask you i will never ask you straight up in person about this because that's not the type of guy i am but i'm saying right Nick, now you gotta get that gucci fanny pack if you <laughs> listen to this and you were being straight up and i know that you're being straight up Give me that Gucci fanny pack, bro. <laughs> yeah, it really like pulled her outfit together. Yeah. And I'll it's say, tight. like, I might have to buy one, uh, buy one at Barney's or something on my on my on my own. Yeah, on day. I won't ever tell you that I did it. But I, I would love a it. Gucci fanny. You pack. You know, I just went out and bought a side bag a couple days ago. You did buy a side bag. Another, not to get like too into Gucci fanny packs, but um, Megan, a dear friend of ours, who we are going to have on the podcast at some point. Megan's got a Gucci fanny pack. She not only has a Gucci fanny pack, but she has like a, a limited edition Gucci. fanny fanny pack where there was only one made for each gucci store so you can't get like multiple where ones. did she get this from she bought it off a guy <laughs> <laughs> she had to do like a big Here's arrangement thing. thing i want i like side bags i like fanny packs because I, you know we're living in new york city we're transient folks yeah we, we move around a lot yeah. sometimes you don't want to bring your whole backpack strap this shit to your sometimes body you just want to put your fucking kindle in a bag and you're and have something for your wallet. Sometimes you're wearing a sweatsuit and you don't want to put your wallet and keys in that thing. Okay, that might be my own situation. That's just Nick. But uh, these side bags and fanny packs are. If you guys have them, send them to me. <laughs> I'm just into them. How did I like this become them. a this? We how did this become a promo for fanny packs? So I will say, like first impression of Jonathan and his friend, or was that they were very well put together. They seemed like they looked TV ready, both of them. Um, you know, in that polished way that like people who on, who are on television look, 
but they were just like really chill and like Jonathan wanted um, so some rosé and so our producer uh, went to go get it for him and then she came back she was like oh they don't have rosé and he's like whatever just give me whatever and I was like we have Prosecco and he was like great and so he was like drinking Prosecco right before he went on and he was like um, he was a little nervous I feel like I can say that because we were talking about it and he was like he had a 10 minute set and he was like, I don't know if I'm going to do the, like, I don't know how long my set's going to be because sometimes when I'm nervous, I talk fast. So it could be like six minutes or it could be 10 minutes. And I was just like, I'm going to be right there next to the stage. Whenever you want to get off it, you get off. I'll jump on. I felt very like, I, I don't know. I got so invested in him doing well. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like he, he projects something where you just like love him and want him to succeed. Yeah. So it was just like, I and I was like, everyone is here. Everyone who was here is like fun. It was a hot audience. I know I said hot earlier physically. Now I mean hot. Like they were laughing. Yeah. They were like really, really loud. And the more super important fun. hot in a live. The most situation. important hot. Um, and I was, it was just, he just went on stage and he just crushed for like 10 minutes. Yeah. He was so funny. I don't want to, I don't want any, I want people to go watch this man when he goes and performs places. So let's not spoil, spoil things. But like, what was he sort of talking about? Was, were they personal situations? Yeah. Was it about being on Queer Eye? Was it about just being a grooming expert? They were, they were totally personal as very autobiographical, but like autobiographical and observational simultaneously. Yeah. And it was so funny. And he was like, you know, sitting on the stool. Um, same vibe of like the gay of Thrones. Same vibe. And, very yeah. much himself. Yeah. He seemed, you know, it, it didn't feel, I feel like we've had people who aren't uh, traditional comedians on the show before who are famous from television. I won't say names, but like people who have like a, a high profile who come to the show and they put something on when mm -hmm. they're on stage. Like you never know what someone's going to be like in front of a live audience. Right. It just changes the dynamic. It's different than a camera. He was the same. He was himself. He felt very natural. So fun. Um, audience freaked out. I went after him. I did like 10 minutes of time after him, which was kind of hard, but I, cause everyone was so whipped into a frenzy. Um, but I got to talk about dropping out of cosmetology school, ah, which was fun. That's fun. And we took some pictures backstage. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a chance for me to ask him any questions for the podcast because it was so, there was just too much buzz, too much excitement. Everyone was like either trying to talk to him or, or trying to get, you know, look at him or, you know, it was just, it was too much. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it was a fantastic performance and a great showing from Jonathan. And I'm uh, very happy that you got to experience that, you know, now I that did. we have this reality show podcast. I know. I've sort of fangirled a little bit. That's right. Fine. I mean, on the podcast right now, I feel like I'm sort I'm of fanny packing right now. Oh, so my it's God. All good. So the next thing that we've done this week is that we watched uh, Terrace House. Terrace House on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. Terrace House. Basically, this is a Japanese reality show, um, sort of like real world, except they seem to be able to live their life outside of the house. Like people have jobs, like they go to jobs and they come back. And also, instead of an after show, there is like this chat panel. During, it's like a during the show. It's Yeah, it's a during the show after show. It's yeah. like a chat panel that like is right before commercial breaks, I guess, or uh -huh. after commercial breaks. 
topics where it's just people who are watching them in the house being like, oh, well, he really likes her. Yeah, yeah. She likes him. It's like the audience. It's like us at home. And yeah. So basically the show is everybody has some sort of a career, a journey that they're on that they haven't exactly exceeded in thus far. Mm -hmm. And I believe what Terrace House is, is everybody sort of sharing their um, journeys with one another and then helping each other push them to... Uh, to attain the goals that they're looking to attain. It did seem very goal-oriented. Right, because there was like a snowboarder. There yeah. was like, uh, I can't remember. It seemed like model, a model. They're, chef. Yeah, and they're all, you know, different points in their lives. Like some of them were like 18 years old. Some of them were in their 40s. No one was in their 40s. There was a guy who was 31. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just, uh, we watched one episode and I freaking love it and i've been bringing it up every night like nick's like what do you want to watch i'm like what about terrace house and nick is not into it he's over it already after one episode all right guys well first of all i didn't expect to be uh, the guy who was opposed to the wonderful terrace house on this podcast but you do what you got to do listen here's my problem with terrace house this is what i look for in reality television is something that i kind of talked about a little bit in the first 10 minutes of this pod which was something that is non-committal Something that is easy to watch, easy on the brain. Something that I can physically check out on and not be completely lost when I check back in. Not a show in which I have to pause when I want to use the bathroom or go get another glass of wine, even though I don't drink wine and I don't use the bathroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, and, and, that's, and that is aside from our work, which is the challenge. I mean, the challenge is we're taking notes, we're pausing. That's a different watch style than what I'm doing with Real Housewives or what I'm doing with, um, you know, any of the other uh, shows that I watch. I have something controversial to say. Can I can I, yeah, can I finish can my finish. thought? Yep, go for Here's it. Here's why this isn't that. It, it could very well be that, but I don't speak Japanese. So if I look down at the food I'm eating or I look at my phone, I'm just hearing Japanese being spoke and I can't read them, so I'm lost. I, I have to stare at the thing the entire time in order to get what's going on. Not to mention... Also, what I look for, and it was only the first episode, not guaranteeing it's not going to happen, but you guys know what I like reality show mostly for, and that is conflict. It does not seem like there will be any conflict on Terrace House. It seems very much like origami if it was a television show. Very neat, very clean, well, it's very interesting sleek. that you say that because I find the show very visibly, like, like visibly beautiful, uh, visually beautiful. It is. It's appealing for that reason. It There's is. something very calming about yeah. it. Like it reminds me of sort of the notebook uh, YouTube videos I watch. Yeah, of that's people. what I was gonna say. It reminds me of like a reality television version of like a bullet journal yeah. or something. It so for those who don't know, I watch like hours of people journaling on YouTube. It's something I really enjoy. <laughs> and this felt like that. Like there's a little ASMR vibe to mm. it where it's like you're kind of soothing. zoning out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very soothing. Now here was that. Here's what I was gonna say. That's controversial. I don't think you like subtitles because anytime. We <laughs> <laughs> and if you read a little further than that, basically you're saying that I don't like to read. I don't think you know how to read. Uh, I don't think you like oh, to read. Ow. I don't think you like to read. Well, anytime we've watched a show with subtitles, we've watched one episode and you've been like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you've never stuck with anything with subtitles. What other show have we watched with subtitles? The Crown. Well, you didn't want to watch that. You couldn't understand what they were saying because of their thick accents. No, we, I and liked it. And Downton we just Abbey. Never watched, 
I mean, we never tried to watch we, Downton Abbey. We did. No, we, we watched didn't. a good 10 minutes of it. And you were like, I can't with the subtitles. <laughs> I guess when I'm watching TV, I don't want to read. I don't know. I read a lot of comic books. There's a lot of reading going on in comic books. A yeah. Lot of words and stuff. You, you have to read it. I don't. And I feel like that pays off. But, you know, I have. Um, uh, we were both. Di- Ashley, by the yes. way, Ashley and I were both distracted by our cute cat. You'll never believe what she did. <laughs> <laughs> she just like laid over on her side and it was so cute. It was something that really should have happened in Tara's house. Yeah. Because it was just adorable. There's like a beam of sunlight. She yeah. like she looks like she's a little drunk, like sleep drunk, yeah. you know, and her eyes are droopy. Well, listen, uh, we also last night uh, we were we watched an epi- a documentary that Netflix Wild Wild Country. Uh, yeah. And you you look at that. You looked at that the whole time i did look at the whole time it was very interesting and I, we put the subtitles on just because when on, on documentaries when there's a lot of information happening also there's a lot of accents yeah in this show that it it, I, it helps me to comprehend what's happening by reading it as well as watching it so i wouldn't necessarily say that i'm against so subtitles as long as 59 hours of uh making a murderer and uh that i use subtitles the entire time because the amount of facts they were giving you is right. insane so as long as subtitles are accompanied with american english <laughs> you are good to go well the the crown had american english no that was that was oh. british <laughs> english oh, that wasn't american english. <laughs> listen it's not it, I, you really i i don't know i'll watch another episode Just god give damn it, it give it one Here's more try give it, it was, one more try i don't like watching fixer upper for the same reason it's too cutesy it's not enough conflict i want to know that somebody's gonna throw a glass of fucking wine in somebody's face at some point in the episode how can you watch the great british bake-off like that is like calming that is visually I like pleasing shows. i like cooking there's no shows. T- there's no I drama like cooking shows you know what though tara's house and great british bake-off actually feel more real than like the real reality shows we watch here the challenge are you fucking kidding me yeah no you're wrong you think the challenge is more real life Uh than the great british bake-off yes the great british bake-off those fake frauds those uh (laughs) oh my god (laughs) um anyway listen tara's house it, it give it a go if you like everything ashley was saying give it a go Pers- oh, what I liked about it was we were getting a, a peek into what seems to be their real world mm-hmm. because like what we were watching was like season 18 or something mm-hmm. uh, and it was the first time that they were just producing this for Netflix as well. Um, it's, it's a Netflix original mm-hmm. even though it clearly came off of some Japanese network. I was seeing somewhere I was trying to find out information about it and I think earlier it was called Girls and Boys in the City. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Um, it was definitely, it seemed like that was what it was leading to girls and boys in the city. Yeah. They took them out of the city and now that's why they now they're in a terrace anymore. house. It's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, when, I, when sex in the city went to you Dubai. You know what else they didn't know. have were, um, like they didn't have interviews. They didn't have, there weren't interviews. There weren't confessions. Yeah. Um, and yeah. with the people, the things that the people were talking about was like, I wonder how our rooms are going to be decorated. Right. You know, like that was really uh, a big plot line of the well, first episode. That 31 year old guy who thought was 40 was really hitting it off with the 18 year old. She was 21. Like, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was she too. Looked, yeah, she was 21. She looked like she was 11. Yeah, she, was she so, did look very and young. He looked like he was 40. You yeah. Know what I mean, so, and then it was just like, hey, I kind of like the, the uh, 18 year old. Nick, Nick. <laughs> He first off wasn't speaking English, <laughs> so your 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 impersonation right then is flawed for that reason. Um, speaking of cooking shows, we also watched Nailed It this Nailed week. It. Nailed It with host Nicole Byer, UCB. Nailed It, which is 
totally sarcastic. Yes. Because uh, the show is, uh, they have a very famous thing that they're trying to uh, uh, cook something based on. Well, right? they what have, so the, the, the panel of judges are Nicole Byer, hilarious improviser from the UCB. She used to be on Doppelganger with Sashir um, from SNL. She's just like. All around powerhouse comedy powerhouse. Oh yeah! So she's she's bringing the personality to the show, and then on the panel with her is Jacques Torres, the chocolatier, mm. and then they have a guest judge each week. And the idea is that they have like three people, three normal people who just like kind of bake, you know, who are just like, yeah, I can make cookies, and they are competing for ten thousand dollars. And they don't have to necessarily recreate something famous, but they do have to recreate something that takes a lot of skill right. and craftsmanship. And then like, and, and usually spawned on by whoever the guest is. Right. So like a, a an incredible wedding cake with these hand molded flowers or um, pastries that are pirate themed and and on and on and the real payoff is they have these three people trying to recreate this masterpiece and then you see what they do and then they do a side by side with what they were trying to recreate and it is bar none hilarious it's just always funny it's funny you know seeing these like total failures you know shoved right up against the their the perfect version of them it was i mean and it's funny i've only watched uh, ashley's watched a few episodes Mm -hmm. i watched one episode the one the first episode was hilarious Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go and crush like the rest of them at some point in my life so um you know and it does uh i don't know i i kind of liked it better than top chef you know wow. what I mean? I, I'm sorry. You know what? I think I liked it better than yeah. Top Chef too. I, I just I rather see something that is supposed to be funny rather than something where I'm like, ooh, that looks really great. Uh, I don't know. I, I like trashy shit better. I guess. Is oh what my I'm god! I just Top Chef doesn't get trashy enough. We talked about this with Allison Libby last week. They have them in a house in Top Chef, but they don't fight really. It's yeah. Like if you're gonna put them in the house, put them in bunk beds and do that whole thing, and be on Bravo to boot, and you're not gonna fight. Get out of here. Um, I just remembered that one of the, in, in an episode that you didn't see, this woman just like really messes up and they're like, what happened here? And she's like, it's Art Vanguard instead of avant-garde and oh, then so funny and then nicole's like you art vanguard it's art vanguard and she's like obviously and then the girl's like obviously that's not a word because you just keep repeating it so obviously i got the word wrong but it was really funny yeah you know what um and i didn't wasn't gonna bring this up but i guess i will now uh you know back to being codependent you know i i let ashley i let ashley leave the house one night and uh oh you didn't like the way i phrased that no <laughs> <laughs> listen one night she she said she's gonna go uh, when I take off my chains, you know, <laughs> he lets me out. Go and watch a movie at a friend's house. Yeah. So she leaves to watch a movie at a friend's house. We had watched one episode of Nailed that We both loved it. We both yeah. looked each other in the eyes and go, this is our new show. Can't wait to watch the rest with you, babe. Give each other little pecks on the cheek. She leaves, goes to a friend's house, has a frigging glass of wine, and all of a sudden it's not watching a movie because Jumanji wouldn't start. It wouldn't load. And now you watch how many episodes of Nailed It? Three. Yeah, exactly. You watch three episodes of Freaking Nailed It, and it's like, now I'm down three episodes. What oh, am I please. supposed to do? Catch up, and we're going to watch it together? I thought this was our show. Oh, please. It's not our show. It's not our show. The challenge is our show, no, babe. No, the challenge is my show. Oh, excuse yeah, that's me. Right. I brought you into that life. I can take you out. No, you can't take me out. Yeah. My vote is for Ashley. No, stop <laughs> voting. Everybody stop voting. Um, my vote's for Ashley, too. Nah. Yeah, me, too. What? Hey, over here. My vote's for Ashley. Hey, 
other weird guys. I vote for Nick. What the fuck, you piece <laughs> of shit? <laughs> I thought we had an alliance. All right, I was moving the mic different points. <laughs> Did it sound like I was coming from different uh, points of the room, or am I going to have to do that in post? Please email us. RealityBlowsPodcast like at gmail.com. It did sound like different parts of the room, but it did sound like the same guy from New Jersey. It's, it sounded like a guy, one guy from New Jersey, one guy who was Kermit the Frog from New Jersey, one guy... <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm a different guy over here. I'm a different guy. So, listen, Nick, we, you were going to catch me up on your shows that you watched this week, but I think we might have have a show. I think we I think we have a show, I baby. Think we might have, I think we, we might got have a show. show. I think we need to wrap it up and go to Fairway and get some healthy snacks. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's tough for me to talk about Vanderpump Rules because the day that this airs, uh, the morning that this show airs is the that evening the new episode. So it's like, mm. it's a tough because we're doing Monday releases here. Uh, but Vanderbump rules is, is absolutely fantastic. I can't wait for tonight's episode because, uh, Jax Taylor is, is kind of on the verge of a mental breakdown. Um, he got some job for the NHL that's going to happen in Florida. And it's something he's always been waiting for. Just, he never knew he's going to be doing marketing and, this show is like a – this season's a big jacks. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? You're 38 years old. Oh, my God. Uh, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, And then they went to Mexico, and they're fighting. It's, you know, it's a, it's, it's a great season. But And Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is wrapping up as well. Are you and listening to Stassi's podcast? I don't listen to Stassi's podcast. Why? I don't really care about Stassi interviewing people. Stassi's not my favorite character on the show, although I don't dislike her. But uh, I, I will say that uh, Stassi's podcast is um, it, it is featured on on the sh- the, the show Vanderpump yeah. Rules, and I don't know, maybe I would go and watch listen to the one that had Lisa Vanderpump on. Yeah, why not? These because are your people. I don't know. Who cares? Bev Hills is fine. Um, I don't know. A couple, I thought a couple, you were really going to catch me up with eh, some drama. It's just like I'm watching shows that are in like their 10th season. And it's like all I can do is think about how excited I am for Jersey Shore to premiere and for Real Housewives of New York to premiere. It's like right now I'm just in Oh, those, my God. You know what mode. I'm excited for? What? X on the Beach. X on the Beach is going to be great. I oh, think it premieres be the so good. week after Jersey Shore premieres. Um, Thank you, MTV, for giving us so much quality it, lineup Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy about the MTV output these days. I will say to our listeners, I don't think we're going to be recapping X on the Beach. I don't think we're going to be recapping Jersey Shore. You don't have to tell them that. No, because <laughs> X on the Beach would be something that we might recap. Yeah, that's in our in our the problem world. is it's on Thursdays. Ashley uh, and I both have comedy things happening Thursday nights, so the, we're not just. It's not worth it to us if we can't like watch the thing, recap it, and put it out like night of, like we do at the challenge. So we're gonna let the challenge sort of run its course, and then we're gonna pick up maybe Champs versus Pros or whatever that is. And yeah, kind of stay in the MTV Challenge world. X on the Beach would have been fantastic for that, but it looks like there's only one challenge person on there anyway, Corey. Corey, and there's maybe some Are You the One people on there. But Lots of Are You the One people. Is Are You the One coming back, or are they subbing they that are for X back. on the Beach? Well, I don't actually know if they're if Are You the one is coming back but i did someone did forward me a casting call for are you the one season seven okay so they are doing casting all right so they're gonna wait for x on the beach to fit yeah up. I by think the way so. we're going too long without an are you the one I, really I, long in, in my opinion i love all the challenge stuff and i love what's happening i got to love are you the one me too and i kind of need a new season of are you the one so if you're listening 
please give us more of the one ASAP. You know, I was at a bar recently and I was talking to someone about the challenge, you know how I do. And they were like, um, I don't watch the challenge, but I started watching Are You the One? Because, and they were like some nerdy ed- eggheads. And they were like, because it's all math based, it's all probability based. You get to watch these people try and figure out math. And Sometimes. I was like, I was like, that's not, that totally fades to the background around season four. So get ready for it just to be a lot of drinking and boning. Drinking and boning. Well, that was the show, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Please find us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. Please email us, realityblowspod at gmail.com. You can That's find Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. Reality Blows Podcast. Just look at the details of this episode. <laughs> it's there. And you know what? Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us those five stars, baby. Yeah. Ashley is at Ashley B. Roberts mm-hmm. on Twitter. I am not on Twitter, but I am on Instagram with my name, Nick, Nick Maritato. Um, oh, you yeah. know what? I'm sorry to interrupt that really nice cleanup. We didn't even talk about how I found a fake Twitter account someone had created under my name. Looks like you guys are going to have to tune in next week. Ooh, what a cliffhanger. Mm. See you then. Bye.